Okay, so we we did go online as we mentioned the last episode, and we asked for questions. And we I did it on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I I wrote down a bunch of them. And I was cracking up just reading these, so nailed it, y'all. Uh, <laughs> should we just start with the heat? Like I feel like we're gonna go kind of quick. Let's go. Starting it, going in hot, going in strong. Michael O'Neill on Instagram says, would you rather shit in a plastic bag or a plastic cup? (laughs) I had to think for a second if I've done both. I haven't. I've done one of them, though. I would shit in a plastic bag because I've done it and I know how it works. And the reason why I've done it is you can't shit on a tour bus. I don't know if people know this, but you can't shit or put toilet paper down there. Just piss. But sometimes you're not like at a spot with a bathroom. So when that happens, you shit in a bag and then you run through the bus yelling hot sack so nobody bumps into the bag of shit and then you throw it outside. Not like outside littering because I wouldn't do that. But when this happened to me, I ran out of the bus, ran through a parking lot. Was there anybody in the parking lot? Yes. I think I was still yelling hot sack because I was excited. And then I slam dunked it into a dumpster. (laughs) And after that story, Matt and Kim never had sex again. (laughs) You never, you didn't tell me what you would do. Do when? Would you shit in a bag or a cup? I think that's a really personal question and I will not answer that on microphone. Are you serious? No, I'd shit in a bag bag what happens when the cup starts to overflow and your hands right there (laughs) it's kind of like soft serve oh my god moving on even though i was going to move on to this question which is from greek on instagram (laughs) but again we'll not answer this question would you rather sleep with one of your parents with your significant other being their brain or would you rather sleep with your significant other with your parents brain inside not answering that that is a fucked up question hold up no can you choose which parent i don't know shut it down <laughs> shut it down okay here's another question here is atlas beetle person a needs to borrow person b car Person B agrees but mentions they have a broken taillight. Person A gets pulled over and gets a ticket for the broken taillight. Who should pay the ticket? You're the only people I can trust with this. Oh, this is so easy. I can't remember who's person A or who's person B. The person B. who owns the car or the person borrowing the car? The borrower. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Bow- the borrower. <laughs> I say that Bowery. <laughs> We're going with Bowery. The person who bow, bow, I can't even say it now. The person who borrowed the car should pay the ticket. Hell no, I disagree. What? Because you you know the tickets, the taillights out. But they told the person who yeah. was borrowing the car. Yes. That the taillight was out. So. They had. They at that point made the decision. Do I want to take this car? And they're uh, taking the risk on. Yes. But I, I would if it was my car and had a broken taillight and someone got a ticket, I'd pay for it. You're an idiot. 
Well, so if you weren't, if they didn't borrow the car, you wouldn't have had the ticket because it wouldn't have been on the road. Well, I'm going to guess that Atlas Beetle, who asked this question, is going to take your advice over my advice. Do you think he's the one who borrowed the car or it's his car? I want to know. Atlas Beetle, let us know. Instagram. (laughs) Colin J. Cook on Instagram asks, would you rather fight 100 preschoolers or fight 100 miniature horses? Okay. This is easy. I'm going to say not 100 preschoolers because I feel you're more likely to go to jail for fighting 100 preschoolers. Okay, in this scenario, I feel you won't go to jail. And how good would it feel to fight a bunch of kids? You're just, <laughs> why am I picturing you roundhousing like just flocks of preschoolers? I mean, I'm small. So like I couldn't get in a fight in like toss someone out of the way unless they were a preschooler and then i could be tossing them left and right i mean they signed up for this they wanted to be part of the fight so i can do whatever i want and i don't fight clean i fight dirty i would then take one of the preschoolers by their hands and do that spin move and have them take out other preschoolers it would be great i think we have a video idea Oh, yeah, I'm sure straight to the, the top of the YouTube charts is Man Kim beating up preschoolers. Also, uh, what was it, 100 horses? 100 miniature horses. That sounds like you're going to get your ass Yeah, kicked. they're going to hand it to you. Yeah. Even though, as you mentioned, you're small, but we like to say you're sturdy. <laughs> Kim's always like, these bitches, this is her word, these bitches out here with these skinny legs. You got that thick trunk leg. You got that T-H-I-C-C. Thick life. Okay, I was not going to answer this question until I saw at least like five people ask the same question. So okay. I feel like we need to give it some sort of answer. Uh, this is not now, Joe. It says, Dear Matt and Kim, are hot dog sandwiches? No. No, absolutely not. If you were like, Yo, can I get you a sandwich? Oh, I got like a turkey, I got hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I mean, I could see. I could see where I grew up. Someone would be slicing up some hot dogs and throwing it on white bread, and maybe yeah, that that's would a sandwich. Then be a sandwich, but like I wouldn't call a hamburger a sandwich. No, it's a. Ham- would it be in a sandwich section on a menu at a restaurant? Nobody oh, cares. Nobody. But it's yeah. I it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay, we're moving on. Man, now I want a hot dog. I want like ten hot dogs. I do have to come in here for a second and just say, I feel like doing this right now is the interviews I always want to do, is, which is, I do, you know, I do all the phone interviews for our band. I and don't you, talk on the phone. <laughs> and you know what I, I hate answering questions about? The band. <laughs> I would love to be asked any other question about, you know, miniature horses and preschoolers or whatever. So this is just our way to get in with this. Okay, this person, this is just a straight-up question about us. Um, I will not be able to say their name. Escapolisk X-Ray says, How about some personality quirks differences? Who usually cleans the house? Who can run the fastest? Who would survive in Antarctica for the longest? Who can do the most push-ups? You can answer that all with one word. (laughs) Three letters. Kim. Oh, it's true. Okay, and spinning off on the 
of fighting the horses or the toddlers. Was it toddlers? Preschoolers? Trey Wright asked, would you rather fight 100 ferret-sized horses or one horse-sized ferret? 100 ferret-sized horses. A horse-sized Wait, ferret? A ferret that's as big as a horse? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Just imagine right now, just 100 ferrets. That's like traumatizing. I might go horse-sized ferret because that's one thing you have to conquer. Really? Could you imagine a hundred little horses attacking you? Yo, I'd be you? like, sweep the leg. I'd just be... But no, they're just going to fucking grab on like five of them to the other leg while you're trying to sweep the other ones I've away. been bit by a horse before, okay? <laughs> I was... Fucking Vermont. <laughs> I was like in middle school and I did something called luncheon with llamas. And... Um, Again, fucking Vermont. <laughs> So we were on the thing, uh, on this walk, on this like hike with these llamas, but there was also a horse carrying the lunch stuff. And it was walking behind me, and the dude just bit me right in the back. And I was like, yo, this horse bit me. And everyone thought I was just overreacting. And then I took off my shirt, and it was just like part of my back was missing. This horse went in. Okay, so they do, they can bite really hard, but I think a tiny horse. He's just going to be nipping at you. Okay, wait. No, hold up. Go back. So, like, this is like a class field trip? It wasn't class. I, I have no idea how I ended up on it. Did you pay to do it? I think so. How many other kids were there? I don't know if there was other kids. I was with my parents. I remember that. So you just go on a path. You look at llamas, and then you eat, and then you walk back? <laughs> Can we go back to the fact that it's Vermont? <laughs> This is a big happening. Things are going down. Some weird I also shit. was not missing part of my back, but it was a big <laughs> bite. Okay. Okay, this is definitely directed towards Kim. Tender Stem asks, would you rather sit on a comfortable temperature toilet seat, but it's always wet, or a cold toilet seat? That it's always properly clean and dry. Oh my God. Cold toilet seat. You could even up that. I would sit on ice over a wet toilet seat. But I'd hover. If you saw it. If you looked down yeah. and saw this was the scenario. Even yeah. if it was a very clean. And if it was clean and it was cold, would you, would you add inches between you? Or would you just let your butt warm it up? No, I would just let my butt warm it up. So this is, this is a crazy thing about Kim. She will go on tour for six weeks. And never sit on one toilet seat. Hover. That's how you get those sturdy thighs. Those quads. <laughs> you All hover. that power. Another thing is I don't actually sit on friends' toilets. I usually hover unless they're really good friends. And if but wait, it's but, not even I, about I, the cleanliness. No, no, no. It's about how good a friend uh, they are. If, if it's dirty, I won't. It could look clean, but they have to be a really good friend for me to sit on their toilet. Like, just for your butt to have a shared experience? Yes. <laughs> That's how you know who your good friends are. Okay, we're going to go to a very serious question, because this is listed as hashtag serious question by Sergio Geese. Kim, would you do it to Matt with a strap on? Yes. <laughs> and I think he'd like it. <laughs> Siri, hashtag serious question. Little thinking face emoji. Yeah. I mean, I think the question is what size strap on? I would definitely go small for you, you <laughs> know, because I love you. But <laughs> I like the ones that I like already am like, yes. You answered that before <laughs> I finished the question. 
If you had kids, what would you name them? JWLS says that. Have you ever thought of that? I mean, we're not going to have kids, but have you ever thought about what you would name a kid? I remember a long time ago, I thought it'd be funny if we ever had a girl to call her Frankie because my dad's name's Frank. I mean, <laughs> naming for the basis of it would be funny to do this. It's very us. <laughs> I would say, why else would you name a kid? Just, it's going to make you laugh. And clearly we're terrible at names because <laughs> we named our band Matt and Kim. I mean, this podcast, we call it the Matt and Kim podcast. <laughs> we spent so long trying to think of an album title for our first album. We just called it self-titled. <laughs> and then we were bummed when the second one came because we couldn't use self-titled again. If we get a dog, we're going to call the dog Shoddy. Because Kim loves the idea of me going to like a dog park and be like, hey, Shoddy, <laughs> <laughs> time to go. Again, just it makes me laugh. Oh, Jesus. I just saw the strap on question again. Okay, I lost my place. I think this is a question that people think about sometimes uh, from It's Me, Amy P. If there was a way for you to find out exactly how and when you and your loved ones will die, would you want to know? Would it make life better or worse knowing how it ends? And I kind of think, I'm going to project on you, Kim, because Kim <laughs> lives in a constant state of fear. We, you know, if we have a window open in our bedroom and she hears like a little like thing drop out of the tree, she's just <laughs> up and aware. She's sure we're going to die. So would you just want to know when it's going to end so you don't have to worry about it all the way till then? I think I would want to know for me. I don't know if I'd want to know for you. I think it would be so upsetting if I had a clock, like a countdown clock to you in my life. And I don't know if I could handle that. For my parents, and specifically my dad, who I love to death, but he loves to talk. And sometimes he does, well, he never listens. He'll just talk at you. And I get very frustrated with him. And I think sometimes when I'm around him, I turn into like me as a teenager and I'm just very snotty. And then what usually happens is I leave like visiting home and on the drive home, I always feel guilty that like I got bitchy with him. And then, you know, because I daydream a lot and I'm like, what happens if he like passed, like something bad happened and he died. And then like that was my last time with him was me being a little bitch. So I think I'd like to know that just so I would never think that again. Maybe you just got to like take something to make you chill out. That's the, that's the plan. <laughs> that Zanny? Like I haven't done that? That's my go-to. <laughs> this question is like a really good question um, from Michael Todd McGinnish Mobley. says, you guys are so cute and talented and wonderful. I mean... <laughs> Like, something about that question. <laughs> Just I like it a lot. Okay, here's an interesting one. Uh, 3K James on Twitter asked, if you could erase one band from existence memory, like in Yesterday, which is a new movie. I don't know if it's out, but I'm very intrigued. Who would it be and why? The premise of Yesterday is that this guy, like, hits his head and somehow... Uh, don't tell me. I just want to see it. Well, somehow the Beatles never existed, but okay. he remembers the whole Beatles songbook. Oh, I remember you talking about this. And the director is a director I love, Danny Boyle, and I'm 
really excited to see this movie. So I saw someone ask this on Twitter, and a lot of people were writing bands like Nickelback or some shit that they just, but they, meaning like I don't want to hear their music. But really, the question of this is, if you could erase a band from existing, but you still remember their songs, and we could put them out. Oh. Who would you take out? Like, who just had incredible songs that I just wish I wrote all those songs? Well, like, okay, this is, I don't know if this is getting too real, but, like, if you could delete Michael Jackson, then all, then all the bad stuff that happened would go away, but the music would still be there, and then people would still love the music because it wasn't associated with the bad stuff. But then you ask yourself, and this is the same thing I asked myself about the premise of this movie yesterday— if those Michael Jackson songs came out today, would they be popular? Do you think? It's it's a very interesting thing because you look at how music changes and pop music changes and what's very popular. And it's so not that. Like, does just great songwriting hold up no matter what? And maybe you can change the production, add more 808s and trap hats in or whatever to make it sound more modern. But would those songs just hold up as songs? Is a lot his voice. Picture me trying to sing that shit. Sounding like garbage. <laughs> God, I don't know. This is tough. I mean, I think I could re-sing most of Weezer's early catalog. Oh, that would be good. I think those are just strong songs. Wipe out Weezer. Replay uh, Buddy Holly, Sweater Song. And you think like right now those songs could come out? I think those songs are inherently very strong songs. I think... In the way they're made, it would not be popular like it was 20 years plus ago. But I think you could make those same songs with modern production. Okay. Wipe out Weezer. You're gone. Later, Rivers. Okay, so I'm pretty much at the end of this. Okay, here's the question. I mean, this is more like a band question than a hypothetical question. I think this was from Facebook. Brandon T. Patrick asks... What are your biggest weaknesses as musicians? <laughs> What's your biggest strength? <laughs> we laugh because I think music is probably our biggest. Playing our instruments is our biggest weakness. <laughs> Singing, playing instruments. Uh, our biggest strength is certainly our energy. Performing. Kim is the best performer. She's the best performer out there. I'll throw that out there. Everyone else, that. no. <laughs> it's the truth. I'm not going to say I am. No one would believe me for a second, but they might believe Kim is because she really is. So that's it. This is it? <laughs> I think that's it. Again, we do this. I, we're doing this because we're just having fun talking and being able to chat. We like to make stuff together. No, I think this is great. It's like, it's like um, what was it you've been looking for? Like a hobby. You know, what's that? Uh, <laughs> what's, that, what's that thing you do? Like a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first podcast, and you asked, like, how do podcasts end? And I said, they always end awkwardly. And I think we're nailing that right now, real strong. <laughs> we're it was Friday night. We're last night in California before headed back to New York. And I hear there's a crazy heat wave, and New York City is 10 degrees hotter than anywhere else in the Northeast. Is it really? So this might be the last time you hear from us. No way. We're going to the titty free beach when we get back. These titties <laughs> titty are free out. beach to Kim. Is like freeing your titties. Yeah. Uh, one would assume that would mean like, oh, no titties. 
This is titty free. Oh, no, no. Those titties are free. 